month. And so I just had it in my heart just to um, talk on prayer a little bit. You know, um, I was thinking just today that prayer always sees ahead. That's why it's so important. Like when you think of this building that we're in, it wasn't just a great idea (laughs) because we had, when we were in our old building, we would come and pray on Saturday mornings, and it was just a small group, but we'd been praying together for a long time. And so all of a sudden I said, you know what, we just, uh, we feel like we need to start praying uh, about a building. And we, in in your mind, even to say that was like, well, that's a long way down the road, but we're going to pray about that. <laughs> you know, like, okay, Lord. <laughs> and, um, but we knew that God told us that. And so when we would come to pray every week, we would pray how we always do about the church and just what we're doing and the city and just what we had in our heart. But then we would stop and we would give time to pray specifically for the building. And we didn't know anything. Have you ever gone to pray and you're like, I don't even know what to pray about. I don't know uh, what to say, Lord, but I know you told me to pray about this, <laughs> you know, or I feel like I need to pray about this. And you don't even know what to pray. The Bible says you don't, there's, there's times where you don't know what to pray. It doesn't say you don't know how to pray because you do know how to pray. But there are times when you don't know what to pray, and that's when praying in other tongues or the Holy Spirit comes into play. Big time. And so that's a lot of time what we were doing because we didn't, we didn't have anything. We didn't want to limit God, you know, in our own prayer, you know, because we did not see a building. <laughs> and mainly because we knew we didn't have the finances. We didn't have enough people. We just all the above. It was like, no, we're, we're not near that, but okay, we're going to start praying. And so we did every week. And, oh, my, the things we saw. I mean, we, we saw that. We were going to come and that somebody, it's like they were just going to hand the building over to us. Just like, here, here you go. And so we would see things like this all the time in prayer. And uh, we just saw that God was going to work every detail out and it's better than what we thought. And uh, there's just all kinds of things. And so we were just praying out the plan, praying out the path before we got there. And so we just kept doing that every week, every week. I mean, we did that for a good while. And then, lo and behold, (laughs) because of all of our praying, we had made or prepared the way for this to come. And so, there's a man, takes people, (laughs) man that heard from God, because this building was vacant, and he was specifically trying to track down Pastor Tony. He had one man he was trying to track down. And the funny thing is that he could not get a hold of him. As bizarre as it sounds, like he was calling the church and he couldn't get through for some reason. <laughs> and he, he was calling his cell phone. I mean, he's trying everything and he just wasn't making way. <laughs> well, finally, we got a message and I'm like, hey, this guy called. And because it was a very generic message, it wasn't specific. And so we didn't, we weren't really in a hurry to call him back, but I gave it to Pastor because I was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to do. <laughs> And so when he got to calling him, or he, I don't think he called him back yet. Well, then, like, just in a couple days, um, I came across this building. How many times do I go down this street, and this building never struck me? But all of a sudden, I saw a sign up for sale in front of this building. And I was like, oh, 
I was like, that building's for sale. So I went to our old building. I'm like, hey, there's a building down there. I think we should just go check out. Like, why would I say check it out? <laughs> but it was like, hey, we should just check it out just to see because it's for sale. And um, so he comes down here, and that man that was trying to track him down for like a month was, came by at the same time. So that stuff doesn't just happen. God orchestrates it. But I say all that, just, our prayers orchestrated that. They came at the same time. And he's like, I've been trying to track you down. And he's like, oh, I didn't even know it. And now we just got your message and blah, 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 you know. And there was many, many paths to this. But every time that we met with them, now remember I said we didn't have, we didn't have enough money in the bank. We didn't have enough people. We, I mean, all, there, everything was against us in the natural, say it like that. But everything was for us in the spirit. <laughs> how, how weird does that sound? <laughs> but how many times do we just live life in the natural? Just how many times do we say no to God because I can't see that far? We do that a lot. <laughs> and we limit our life. We limit our homes, we limit our jobs, we limit what we do in life, we limit our church, because we can't see it. And if I can't see it, then I can't do it, Lord. So if we would have, if we would have been that way and kept that mindset, we would not be here. Because we would have told the guy, we can't do it. <laughs> we just, we can't do it. <laughs> and so... Um, God just orchestrated it. And so we prayed out every part of this. We had to have prayed every part because it was so easy. Like the whole, mo- it was not stressful. It's more stressful now than that was. <laughs> so maybe I need to pray a little more. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? Like it was so easy. And to, my, to our heads, it was going to be a really tough move if we even did it, (laughs) if we even got there. But God so miraculously worked. All the money came in quickly because we only had like, what, two months to get, what's it, 30-some thousand, 40,000 thousand dollars. We're not talking 4,000, we're talking 40,000 dollars. Like, what? (laughs) Like, that would take like at least a year, if not longer. Two months, this church really stepped up. And I believe it's because we prayed. We orchestrated it before we got there. And so it made it so super easy. And so uh, Pastor, I think, went to three different meetings with this guy. And we went to Pastor Jerry Weinzerl. You probably know that name around here. And um, said, will you be my advisor because you've been there, done that this many times? And he said, yep. And so he came on our board as an advisor for the building. And he still is, <laughs> just for anything and everything. And um, so they would go to the meetings together, and they would, you know, figure out. So pretty much this is how it was. Every time we, they went in there, we told them what we wanted and how we wanted it done. And he would say, okay. Uh, he had to check with, you know, his people. And so then he would come back and say, okay, we'll do that. Every time, every single time. 
And so we got it exactly how we wanted, but because we prayed it first. And so, just like that song said, I've seen you do the impossible. It's impossible to our head, but it's not impossible to God. And I believe we'll see you do it again. And so we believe this year that God is doing a new thing. And um, Pastor labeled this year, or just felt like God told him, the year of power. There's a lot in that. (laughs) But it's a, a new season that God's wanting to do a new thing. And so that means that we just have to uh, sit up, stand up, and be ready. And so, but what you'll find is you get uh, into the motion of life and just kind of the drag of life, and it just becomes church is just something we do, right? Like we do it first Wednesday every month, and we go every Sunday morning, and we do our church thing. And all of us can do that or can become that way, but God doesn't want us to do that. If we want to see it be the year of power and a new thing that God wants to do, he said in his word that he wants to do a new thing. He says, don't you see it? Can't you see me doing a new thing? Well, the only way you can't see it is because you're dragging in life. Or it's like, well, we've been here a long time. And we've seen this and done this many times, and here we are again. (laughs) But that's that old thing. We can't look behind us, even though some of the behind us is really good. There's some stinky behind us. (laughs) But we have to look ahead. And so sometimes that means making changes, making some turns that maybe we don't want to make, But we have to make those turns or changes to see God do the new thing in our life. Does that make sense? And so we're always growing. We're always in the game. Because when we step out of the game, can't see it anymore. And so I'm just going to talk tonight a little bit about prayer. Because everything falls on how much prayer, how much we're doing. And how the lack of what we're doing in prayer. So if we had not prayed for this, how God instructed us, if we had said, you know what, we'll wait for another day for that because we're nowhere near that, Lord, let me tell you. (laughs) Because I know more than you, I can see it. But God knows more because he sees the unseen. But how come we can't figure that out? (laughs) How many times have we been around this thing and we still don't have that figured out because <laughs> we get all uptight and irritated and anxiety like, oh, Lord, are you going to do anything yet? <laughs> and he just sits there like, you know what? All I need is you to come in a little more and see it how I see it. And so uh, we're just going to look here. I'll take you over to Jeremiah chapter 29. It's already 7.15. We have to boogie. <laughs> Brian's like, yes, you do. <laughs> Brian's like, whatever. Brian's like, leave me alone. <laughs> Jeremiah 
It says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and to give you a hope. And then if you turn over to, over to 33, Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, call to me and I will answer you. So God says right there, come in. That's just prayer. You don't have to go somewhere and sit and pray. You can be in your car and calling under God. You can be outside calling under God. <laughs> Anywhere you want, you call unto him. That's prayer. Call me, and he says he'll answer you and show you great and mighty things, things you don't know, that you've never seen, you've never heard of. When you look in the Amplified Bible, it says things that are fenced in that you've never seen or heard of before. But God has them for you. He says you, your life, your job, your church, your community, your family, your kids, it's all in there, fenced in. But so many times we're on the outside of the fence, just kind of dangling over here a little bit. Like I pray, pray a little bit. But how about just stepping inside that fence and giving God some serious prayer time. You know, I told you, um, oh, it's been a little while now, but I was talking about authority, just authority that you have, that Jesus gave you an authority in prayer. But every night I pray for the next day. And all I'm doing is I believe we're in a, um, just a spiritual warfare. I don't know if you look, all you have to do is go on Facebook or go on TV, turn on your radio, go to the store, <laughs> anything. Nowadays, walk outside, go down the neighborhood. <laughs> Not terrible. <laughs> I was just thinking again today, like, wow, as I'm watching the news, and I mean, in the morning, what happened overnight? I'm like, wow, <laughs> like this one's dead. That one, <laughs> I'm like. Just overnight, while you're sleeping, the devil's working. (laughs) Listen to that. While you're sleeping, the devil's running wild. Not in my house. (laughs) So you just take your authority. You may say, well, I've never done that before, and I don't know how. It's just as simple as, devil, I'm here to tell you that I'm here. And you're defeated, and I'm taking my authority. By the name of Jesus. Because you don't have authority in in and of yourself, but it's because of Jesus and what he did that he gave you his authority. Gave it to you. But we don't use it like we ought. And so I don't fear. The Bible said, uh, Jesus said, I have not come to give you a spirit of fear, but what a power, love, and a sound mind. He didn't come to give us fear. But yet, fear tries to grab hold of you every day. Just turn on the news. <laughs> Just uh, your kids, have, send your kids to school for a day. <laughs> have them come home. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> my, son ever, my son's in kindergarten. Kindergarten. <laughs> he has better stories than my daughter sometimes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm, I have to teach my kids how to behave in school and when they hear things and 
what they need to latch on to and what they need to just let go. <laughs> you know, every day it's a teaching conversation. <laughs> I want you to, are you listening to me? I need your eyes. And <laughs> they're like, I know, Mom, and I just want to let you know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're letting me know. But every night I take my authority against the devil, not against people, against the devil. And I come against, you know, every day he has plans and attacks set up for you. Every day. For your kids, for your home. Have you ever thought, man, it just feels like we've been fighting all day. Been fighting all day. Been, it's been like this all day or this. Now, it's not to say things don't happen because they still, they still will. But you'll come against a lot of things that you didn't even know because you came against them. And so they weren't allowed to happen. Or it'll be really mild instead of this big blown-up thing. And so I just take authority over my kids' schools, over my kids, over my home, over my church, over finances. And I plead the blood over everything. <laughs> That's part of your authority. And all your, when you, it may sound like a really weird thing, like plead the blood. It's just Jesus, Jesus shed his blood. And when he did that, he made things new. He brought deliverance in that. And when you plead the blood, what you're doing, because the devil does not like Jesus' blood because he knows what it means to him. It, it means he is nothing and he has nothing and he has no authority. And so when you're pleading the blood, you're letting him know you have no authority over me, over my house, over my church, over my kids, over my life. Because you are defeated and I have the victory. So every time you say that, you're letting him know, I have the victory, devil. You don't and you know it. So you're going to have to leave. So I just come against his attacks, every attack, every plan that he has set for that day, for the next day. And then I just thank God. And then I just declare what I want in that day. I declare over our finances for the church and for us. I declare over the household, over my kids. And I do that every night. I've done it so much now that it's like a habit. In the beginning, it wasn't, and so then you would, like, forget it. You're like, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow morning. But now it's like I can't go to sleep without doing it. And sometimes it's late. <laughs> That's just because I've, I've done it. I've practiced doing it, and prayer's the same thing. When you start praying, sometimes it's just difficult. It's just hard to sit there for 15 minutes and pray, although somebody else might say, That's nothing. You're like, whatever. I'm like, that's a long time. <laughs> I've got things to do. <laughs> and you may say, five minutes is, it's hard to sit there for five minutes <laughs> and concentrate on praying. You can pray really good prayers in your car on the way to work. It's just you and God. Well, just give him, give, it's just giving attention to that. And so, so many times we don't give any attention to it and we don't like our life. We don't like what we're seeing. But all the while, God's just saying, just give me a little bit, just a little bit of time. 
pray those things out, and you'll see it change. Even, like, husbands and wives. Like, I pray for a pastor, and I'm sure he prays for me. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> no, I'll just leave it there. No, I'm just kidding. But I'll just pray for him. And a lot of times, I'm just praying in the Spirit. I don't really have it. It's just like, God. And then I'll just find some scriptures. I thank you, Lord, that he is strong in you and in the power of your might. That he's full of wisdom and revelation. I'll pray the Ephesian prayers that you're opening up the eyes of his understanding. That he can see and he can know the plan. The hope to which he's been called. I'm just praying for him. But I found that it helps me walk in love a whole lot more when I pray for him. It's easy for me to just to override things like, oh, well, and my, my response, like he could be mad about something, but my response is in love. And it could be about something I'm not even involved, thank the Lord. No, <laughs> But my response is not like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, you know what I would do. I don't side in. But I actually come from like a, a different level and I come up over it and just help. Kind of, that's my job, I guess. The wife's the helper. But I just help and assist like, well, you know, what about thinking about it this way or that way? And it diffuses it. It helps diffuse it. Does that make sense? And I believe it's, it's just because I, I'm giving time to pray. And I'm not trying to build myself up. I'm just showing you. If we just give time to do it, we'll see the miraculous in our kids, in our home, in our church. We'll see it if we'll just be faithful to do it. And it's just a lot of times just stepping out and just stepping out small. Five minutes may be a really hard thing when you haven't done it. So it just looks like this. God, I haven't done this in a long time, or I've never done this, but I just want to give you some time right now. So I'm just going to give you a few minutes here, and I just thank you that you're going to help me grow in this. And I don't even know what to pray, but God, maybe you're just like, God, I just need your help. Just just talk from your heart. If you're like, I don't even know what to say, just talk to God like he was standing there, like he's your dad. God, I'm struggling with this. But I know that in, your, in the word it says that you're my helper, that you'll guide me, that you give wisdom. And he does. And so what you're doing, you're just praying. God, I'm concerned about this one in my family. So I just lift them up. I ask you to help them. And so you can probably see things maybe that they can't. So you just pray about it. If you'll just commit to do that little bit, you'll see that then it'll be like 10 minutes, and then it'll be 15 minutes. It'll get longer, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually sitting here praying, and it's like half an hour. <laughs> and I used to, I couldn't do that before. But now it becomes where you can't wait to get in his presence and talk to him. And then he'll just start teaching you how to pray. And then getting in the word helps tremendously in prayer. Because when you get in the Word, just like um, Pastor preached on Sunday, when you get in the Word, it's like you get on the right page and the right frame of mind to pray. Because um, when you start praying, you're always praying down here and trying to get above things and stuff and junk, and you're always praying down here. 
But the more you get into the word, it helps bring you at a different level. And then you pray from that level. And so when you pray from that level, you begin to see and declare things that you're seeing in prayer. And all that is, is what you've been seeing, which are God's thoughts in the word. And so the Bible says, there's a scripture that says, um, my ways are higher than you and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and higher than your ways. That is so true. (laughs) When somebody's a jerk to you, I'm sure that your thought is not, I'm going to love them. I'm I'm going to speak good to them, not going to do evil. I want to punch their lights out, but I'm going to just love you. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) But God's thoughts are much higher than your thoughts. And they're saying, he's saying, no, we're not going to retaliate <laughs> and give them a piece of our mind. We're going to do it God's way. <laughs> and so it's easier, God's way. <laughs> you stay out of a lot of trouble when you do it God's way. And so I've done a lot of talking, so we're just going to go over to Ephesians chapter 4. You don't necessarily have to turn there if you just want to listen. I totally get that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. Actually, we'll go to verse 22. It says that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. So it grows corrupt every day. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. So we put off the old man. You know what I found? That you don't just do that once when you ask Jesus in your heart and think, hey, I am great. I got the new man. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) I think every day you have to put the old man down. I think it's constant. Because it's your mind and your thoughts that's really the old man. It's not like... You look different. Although there will be a light to you, the more you're in the word and in prayer, there will be a light that's like on you. And people see the light because it's coming from within you. That makes sense because of what you're putting in. You probably see many people around here like that (laughs) in our church because we are people of light. (laughs) But you constantly have to put the old man off because it's your thoughts constantly putting them down and replacing them with God's thoughts constantly when you wake up and so it's just always good to just have a scripture if it's just every week one scripture one scripture not a chapter a scripture and you just meditate on that scripture all week so sometimes we we make it really hard but it's not it's really simple to live for God. And he, he doesn't make it hard for us. We make it hard on ourselves because we feel like we put ourselves at a certain level and we have to live up to that level. And if we don't, then we ridicule ourselves and the devil gets in there and shames us all day long. All day long, all week long, all month long, all year long, you name it. <laughs> Something goes wrong with your kids. Do you feel the shame of it and the guilt of it? Well, God's not doing that. 
the devil comes in. You're guilty. I should have done this. I didn't do that enough. No, that's the devil. God does not do that. So then over at 1 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verse 18, it says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. So there's probably things that God's shown you already that you've seen, and maybe you haven't seen them come to pass. And it says that by them, by them, you may wage the good warfare. So all it means is God's brought you out. God's seen you through some really big things. He's brought you onto the other side. There's things that God has said about you. Maybe there's uh, ministers that you've said, well, yeah, I was in this service, and this is what God said to me. Well, you hold on to those things. But it doesn't, isn't just automatic. It comes through prayer. The warfare is in prayer. Coming against the devil. And so you remind God of those things, and you wage against the devil. And so those things do come to pass. And so if you're praying for a family member, if you're praying for yourself, you're praying for your church. I mean, if you, we have come over to this new building, and how I said coming over was, it seems like uh, it's pretty easy. And you may say, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, but, and to me, it seems like it was pretty easy. <laughs> There's a lot of work, but it wasn't too bad. But now it feels like I am warring against the devil like the last few months it's just been war like right now it feels that way and you say well why because we're not seeing what we want to see we're not seeing those things that we're believing God for and so what do you you keep standing but sometimes you get aggravated with standing (laughs) we're pastors but we're human just like you And so what do I do? I have to get into the word, and I have to just get joy, like Pastor talked about. I have to spend time in joy in the spirit because that's where my freedom is, freedom from all of this that keeps wanting to attach to me. You name it. So I just have to step back and say, okay, God, Either you said it or you didn't, and your word is either true or it isn't. But I choose to believe that I'll see you do it again. I will see it again. So we remind God, you didn't bring us here to go backwards. You didn't bring us here to fall. You didn't bring us here for any other reason but to set us up for success and to move forward. And so that's the same with your life. Maybe you're struggling with family. Anything that you're struggling with, it's the same thing. But you have to stand. But if you'll just stand in prayer, then you won't have to stand in the natural. Does that make sense? Because if you'll pray it ahead in prayer and get God's view on it, remember, I could be praying for a family member And God can show me exactly how it's going to pan out, even though right now it doesn't look anything like that. But God can show me the end result. 
In fact, I will give you an example. There's uh, someone that we have been praying for that's in our church. This guy's been going through uh, just some tough stuff, getting into some things that he ought not to. And so we got word of it, and we're like, all right, that's just not good enough for us. And so we started praying. And I've been, I've been praying for him because he's been around for a good while. And I was like, devil, you are not getting him. I got news for you. If it's only by me and everybody that's praying for him, you will not have him. And so I told pastor, I said, you know what? Um, Well, we get him on Sundays. And so he's going to come to church on Sunday. And so we're going to pray the glory down and the power of God down so strong that it's going to fall. And I believe it's going to fall on him and it's going to show up. And we're going to see and be like, there it is. And we're going to get so happy. We're going to be crying. <laughs> but I believed so, so strong in my heart that we will see it. We will see it. I'm like telling Pastor, like, we will see it. I'm telling you that, that God's going to show up and we're going to see it. And it's just going to be good. So the devil's not going to have him. And he's going to turn and he's going to want the things of God. He just doesn't know it yet. On Sunday, I looked over at him, and uh, when pastor was ministering, he's like this. Taking in, did not look like someone that was bored or like, yeah, okay, just sitting. And he was, I mean, he looked engaged in what pastor was ministering. And you may say, well, whatever. Uh Uh-uh. It's not whatever (laughs) because I'm praying. And when I looked, oh, I just happened to look over. Is that just by coincidence? I can never see him where I sit, but I happen to be in the back on Sunday. <laughs> I could see him. And I saw him, and I almost got teary. I'm like, God, there it is. It's just a little bit. But I'll hang on to that little bit because our prayers are working mightily, and they're bringing down strongholds, and those strongholds cannot be attached to him anymore. That's what prayer does. And the devil will make you think all day long, your prayers aren't working. See, your prayer's not working. See, well, they're, they're worse than what they were. They're definitely not working. But it's not true. The devil knows that they're working. He just doesn't want, because he wants you to stop. But if you'll ignore the devil and get good at ignoring him, and even if you've got to talk back to the devil, like, nope, it's working Devil, it's working because the Bible says that my prayers work power. They're uh, dunamis power, like miracle-working power is available when I pray. Changing power is available when I pray for that person in my family or whoever it is. And they are making, they're uh, responding to my prayers. So your prayers don't change people, but your prayers make power available for them to respond to it. But if you stop praying for them, there's nothing for them to respond to. But if you keep praying for them, they always have something to respond. It's always confronting them. And you'll see it. They may get irritated. (laughs) That's usually how it is. (laughs) Because God's working on them. (laughs) But that's a good thing. I'm not praying my will. I'm praying God's will for this one. 
that make sense? And so anytime we're praying God's will, if someone's following after God, they're going to be the best ever to you. So the more of Jesus they have, the better they will be to you. The better husband, better kid, uh, better wife, better employee, you name it, better boss. How many need better bosses? Because <laughs> uh, it's like pastor's my boss. <laughs> I always tell them, like, I don't work for you. Just make this, make sure we got this right. I'm not, I don't work for you, okay? <laughs> and he's like, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, I kind of do, but <laughs> I just want him to know I'm my own person and I work for you. <laughs> so don't try and tell me. <laughs> then I come around. I'm like, all right, what do you want? <laughs> Instead of telling him, we just shove it. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know, there's just days like that. You just want to say, you know what? Uh-uh. <laughs> but I, I'll just stop there because I think it's getting a little late. <laughs> yeah. And so um, we're going to start praying in church again. And so we're just trying to figure it out if we're going to do it Wednesday nights or just to make it uh, good for everybody instead of, like, adding another, you know, Saturday morning prayer or just things where it takes up time in your day. or So we're just trying to get... You know, you have good ideas all day long. We're just trying to get God's heart on it and for God to tell us, okay, put it together for us so that it works for everybody. And then you have more people at prayer that want to come. And so when we do, do that, I just encourage you to come. And you may say, well, I can't come to every one of them, but just come because you learn so much in praying with others and getting in that and just praying together. And um, it helps a lot especially when you pray for your church. (laughs) So we'll just pray real quick. Father, I just thank you for our time together. Lord, I thank you that you're opening the eyes of our understanding, that we can see and know the hope to which we have been called. Lord, I thank you that we're hungry to get to know you. We're hungry for your word, and we are people that are hungry to pray, to get to know you better. So, Father, I thank you that as we step out, And just give you a little bit, Lord, that my, you will open up the windows of heaven unto us and show us things that we never knew was even possible. We thank you, Lord, for the new thing that you're doing in this season. We thank you for new money, new people, new land, new opportunities. In Jesus' name, amen.